Hi, everyone. Thank you so much for coming back to the Financial Wealth and Health Podcast, as well as the Desert Wealth Management YouTube video if you're watching here on YouTube. My name is Isabel Rothy, a financial advisor at Desert Wealth Management, and I like to work with Gen Z and millennial professionals to help them work toward financial freedom. I truly believe that in order to become financially wealthy and financially free, you first need to be financially healthy. Let's grow our financial wealth and health together. So in today's podcast episode and YouTube video, we'll be chatting about some different terms when it comes to different types of debt. We'll be discussing some ideas of how much money to have in an emergency fund. And then we'll also be looking at the math behind if you want to save more money or if you want to pay off debt. So let's dive in. So when it comes to a couple different terms, there's first two questions I think you should ask yourself when you're thinking about paying off debt or saving money. And it's how much do I have in my emergency fund right now? And then what is the potential return on my investment versus my debt interest rate? Those two questions can really help guide you as you figure out the debt versus saving strategy. Now, before we go into much further, I want to say that this video and episode is definitely an educational resource. It does not constitute as financial advice as I don't know your unique financial background. However, if you do want a personalized plan or personalized strategy, you could definitely book a one-on-one -on -one complimentary phone call with me to learn more about the financial planning packages that I offer to people. You could book that call with me in the show notes or description box below. But if you just want to watch this video or listen to this episode, I hope this education resource helps you in your decision making on this issue. So there is no correct or perfect way when it comes to paying off debt or saving more money. It really definitely depends first on how much you have saved in your emergency fund and if you have credit card debt. Credit card debt, the average rate for credit card debt right now as of January 12th, 2023, according to creditcards.com is 20.1%. And then as of December 28th, 2022, according to bank rate, the average percentage was 19.6%. So credit card debt is definitely very high interest and it's very costly. And so when you're looking at how much you have in your emergency funds and how much credit card debt you have, it's very important to try to pay off your credit card debt as soon as possible. Now, when it comes to an emergency fund, usually what is recommended is if you have a single income, it's just you bringing in the income, you should have about six months worth of expenses saved up in the bank. Now, if you're married and there's two incomes coming into the household, uh, having three months worth of expenses is usually enough. So if you have an emergency fund all set up, I would say start paying off that credit card before you look into investing more money. However, if you have a small emergency fund or don't really have an emergency fund, but you also have credit card debt, one other strategy you could look at is saving a couple thousand dollars in your emergency fund just to have something, then paying off the credit card debt, and then go back to that emergency fund goal to try to build that up to three to six months depending on your situation. One reason it's important to have at least something in your emergency fund is that if you don't, and an emergency happens, you may have to keep on putting money on your credit card, which could continue to build up the credit. And that high interest is definitely not that roundabout system you want to get into. And it can negatively, negatively affect your credit score if you have too much on your credit balance and if you don't pay it off on time. So having a little bit of emergency fund is definitely something to consider and then start working on tackling that credit card debt. But let's say you have your emergency fund all stockpiled of three to six months, depending on your preference and situation. 
Let's say you paid off your credit card debt. And let's say that you have a car loan. You have a student loan. Maybe you have a loan for different appliances that you're trying to pay off. Maybe you have a mortgage. And let's say you get a promotion in your job and you have an extra $500 a month to either put down towards debt or save into maybe a Roth IRA or put more in your 401k. At that point, when you don't have super high interest debt, what do you do? Well, I want to look at some of the common rates on these types of debt to kind of figure out when it's worth it to invest versus pay off debt. So when looking at student loans, if you have a federal loan that qualifies for interest not accruing right now, that's essentially as though you have a 0% debt. So when you're thinking of, should I invest my money or should I pay off that student loan? It could be a wise decision to invest that money until the interest on that student loan starts accruing. Now, when we're taking a look at private student loans, so not federal ones, but private loans, the interest rates can range from just under 4% all the way to 15%, according to bankrate.com. According to Credible.com, rates on a 10-year fixed-rate student loan averaged about 7.07%, and rates on a 5-year variable-rate student loan averaged about 8.46%. Now, when we're taking a look at mortgages, Bankrate has a great mortgage calculator and you get to type in your down payment, your purchase price, your credit score, your zip code, the loan term. So when you take a look at a home that has a purchase price of $680,000 and you want to put down a 20% down payment and you have a credit score of 740 points or higher for a 30-year fixed mortgage, the rates vary from anywhere from 5.1% to 5.6%. So when we take a look at a car loan, NerdWallet has some reports from the third quarter of 2022 with the average interest rate for a new car to be 5.16% and the average rate for a used car to be 9.34%. So these are some of the average interest rates we're looking at when we're taking a look at student loans, car loans, mortgages. And so now that we have that background, I want to dive into a calculator that I created for us to take a look at the decision of do I pay off debt or do I save more money? So let's dive into that. All right, everyone, let's dive into this Excel calculator to illustrate some of these points further. I once again wanted to give a disclaimer that this is a hypothetical calculator and it does not constitute as specific advice. It's merely an educational resource. So if you do have specific questions or want more of a specific financial plan, please reach out to me. But all right, let's dive in. So step one is to input the dollar amount of extra money you're considering investing or paying off debt each month. So let's say that you receive a promotion and you have an extra $500 every month in income. What do you want to do with it? So you're going to input that number in this box. A key thing to note here is anything in gray is something that you could change and put in your own numbers. Anything highlighted in blue is calculated by this calculator. So don't change the blue boxes, just change the gray ones. So right here in step two, we're going to put in our loan information. So let's say you just bought a house, okay? So the remaining balance on your outstanding loan after you put down the down payment is $544,000. let us say your interest rate is 5.6% on that mortgage, and it's a 30-year mortgage. You just started it, so the loan is very fresh. And the current monthly payment is $3,000. So you're going to input that money. And so now what we're going to be looking at is based off that $500, how much sooner would you be able to potentially pay off that loan if you put an extra $500 towards your payment? Well, given these numbers in this model, it's estimated there's a potential update years of loan with the payoff to go from 30 years to 23.13 years. Of course, this is not exact. It's hypothetical, but hopefully this shows the point. 
So the interest you'll potentially pay over the life of the loan without the extra payoff, according to this model, is $536,000. And we could take a look at this uh, full amount right here. Okay. Okay. And then the interest you'll potentially pay over the life of the loan with the extra payoff is a lot less, about $427,400. And so that's going to help us understand how much money you would save by paying the loan off sooner. And we can see that in this box over here. We subtract the two by paying the loan off sooner, you'd save about $108,592. All right. So that's what we want to put in for the loan information. Now, let's say that you bought your house 10 years ago. So that means your loan payment would be 20 years if you did a 30 year beginning. And let's say you paid off, let's say you paid off 50,000 or 44,000. So your remaining balance is now 500,000. Okay. That's going to change these numbers. So make sure to put on the remaining time you have on the loan as well as the remaining balance. Okay. So we're going to make this go back to those other numbers just for simplicity's sake. Great. So step three is to input your information about the investments if you don't want to invest instead of pay off more debt. So here you could input your assumed rate of return and assumed inflation rate. Now, depending on the length of the amount of time you want to invest the money, will definitely change the percentage rate that you have as far as your assumed rate of return, because usually the longer you invest money, the more risk you take on, the higher potential for more reward. Whereas if you invest some money in a shorter term account or medium term account, it's going to be uh, less aggressive and more conservative in the levels of risk. So usually if you're going to have a longer term account, you will have a assumed higher rate of return. And if you have a short or medium term investment account, it'll be a medium to lower rate of return. So just keep that in mind. Now here, what we do is that 23.13 years, which is the estimated amount of time that you will uh, potentially pay off the loan rather than 30 years, it's now 23.3 according to this calculator. That's the number we're using for the amount of time you're investing the money, assuming that let's say you chose to put money towards an investment, you're still going to pay off your loan over 30 years, but you're going to invest money for that 23.13. So all these numbers are based off this number that is created on the potential amount of time it would take for you to pay off the loan. So that's why I use a 7% rate of return because 23.13 years is quite a long time. And so hopefully we're going to get a good amount of return, but let's say this number was 15 or 10 or eight, that might change your assumed rate of return. So just keep that in mind when you're using this calculator. All right. So we're assuming that at a 7% interest rate and an inflation rate of 4%, that gives you an inflation adjusted rate of return of about 2.88%. Let's say you invest that for 23 years while also paying your mortgage payment for 30 years at $3,000. Keep that in mind. Let's say that the potential amount of money you could receive from investing is about $197,000. And the potential amount of money you could save by paying off the loan sooner is 108,592. So when you put in these numbers in, whichever option is highlighted in green means that this option can potentially generate more money for you in the future. So as we can see here, based off all these in inputs, you could potentially have more money by investing that extra $500 a month rather than putting it towards your mortgage balance. Now, these are all calculations and hypothetical, and some people may want to pay off their mortgage sooner. That is okay. But if we want to look at the numbers and do some math, this is what this calculator shows. So I hope that this was helpful, and I hope that you enjoyed this part of the podcast episode and YouTube video. So with that, let's dive into the rest of the topic today.
Now, one reason why I think that this calculator is helpful is it can help you when you're asking yourself the question of where can I maximize my dollar? If you don't want to use this Excel spreadsheet and you kind of want to know more of the math or I guess the science behind this, when we look at the average return of the S&P 500 over the last several different decades, according to Seeking Alpha, when we look at the S&P 500 return over a 20-year period, the average inflation-adjusted rate of return is about 7.04. If we look at it over a 30-year average, the inflation-adjusted return is an average of 8.1%. And then if we look at a 10-year return, according to Seeking Alpha, it's 14.15 inflation-adjusted return. So one reason I say this is a, is a question you could ask yourself when looking at the percentage rate of interest on your debt versus the potential rate of return on an investment. You could ask yourself, is your debt interest rate more or less than 7%? Like I said, 7% is the average inflation adjusted return for 20 years on the S&P 500. And so if your debt is less than 7%, it could be a wise decision to choose to pay the minimum payment on that debt and invest your money because your money, if it's long term in an investment account, it has the potential to give you a maximized dollar down the road than if you were to pay off the debt because if your debt is at 4% and you could potentially get a rate of return of 7% on your investment then you could make more money in the investments. So it's important to take a look at that. But I also really like the Excel spreadsheet that I listed uh, in the show notes and description box below because that also does take into account an inflation rate that you can toggle to. So if you want to dive into the inflation rate, uh, that is in there as well. So I hope that you d enjoyed this episode. I hope that it was helpful and that it gave you a really good educational base when you're trying to figure out what to do with any extra money you may have from a promotion, from a gift, from any other income stream. Thank you so much for tuning in to today's podcast episode and YouTube video. I hope that it provided an educational resource as you try to answer the question, should I pay off debt or should I invest more money? Life has so many curveballs that it throws us, and sometimes it's a positive curveball of a higher promotion, a gift, or an extra income stream. So I hope that this content was helpful as you make those decisions about your financial future. Once again, if you have any questions, you can reach out to me at www.desertwealth.net slash contact. That link is in the show notes and description box below. But I hope you have a great rest of your week, and let's stay financially wealthy and healthy together. The opinions voiced in this show are for general information only and are not intended to provide specific advice or recommendations for any individual. To determine which strategies or investments may be suitable for you, consult the appropriate qualified professional prior to making a decision. All investing involves risk, including loss of principle. No strategy assures success or protects against loss.